to my What's up, my motherfucking fellow spooky folks? It's the man of horror, Troy Ryan, and welcome back to Man of Horror, my horror power where I talk all things scary. Today, we're going back to the 90s, one of my favorite pop culture eras, like, ever. <laughs> um, I am sharing my top five 90s teen horror films, and then I'm diving into a review and rating of the film Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. It's an interesting film that felt a little teeny boppy at points, not necessarily in a bad way, but... Kinda, whatever. Either way, <laughs> it reminded me of a 90s teen horror film, so that's why I'm sharing that too. Let's go ahead and get into it. Surprise, Sydney. In fifth place, Urban Legend. The best one in the franchise, Urban Legend is all about, well, Urban Legends. <laughs> um, a killer who basically kills people using Urban Legends. In the 90s, Urban Legends were like a really big deal, so it made sense to make a movie about them. And as I'm thinking about it now, I probably can play a drinking game off how many times I just said Urban Legend. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, no, again, the killer uses them to kill people, and it's just a fun way to explore a lot of those legends and see them being executed. My favorite scene in this one is the opening kill. The flashing lights and, you know, the guy in the backseat, the um, weirdo guy at the gas station. You know, it's it, it it's just done really, really well in this film, I think. In fourth place, The Faculty. I've mentioned this one on the pod before my Alien episode. It's my shit. Like, the cast is all-star. You know, Clea Duvall, Josh Harnett, Elijah Wood, Jordana Brewster, Usher. Like, the list just goes on. And if you're like a sci-fi fan like me, then, you know, it's basically a play on Invasion of the Body Snatchers, but in high school. And it's just done really fucking well. It's a mix of um, alien horror and high school cliches and clicks. And then, like, when the alien shit hits the fan, all the clicks and cliches fade away. Because ultimately, right, like, they have to fight to stay unalienized. <laughs> so definitely a classic. If you haven't seen it, you get the shame bell. Shame. In third place, Halloween H2O, another one I've mentioned on the pod before and a fun entry in the series. And for a while, my favorite, um, Halloween 20 Years Later was the first Halloween to bring back Jamie Lee's Laurie Strode character. And it takes place at like a private boarding high school in the middle of nowhere of California. What I liked about this one was the character development for Laurie at this point, like she's trying to have a normal life, but she has PTSD and understandably so, you know. And it just seemed like where she would be at that point, right? If that makes sense. Like how they, when they brought her back for the new Halloween trilogy, like her character that made sense for where her character was at that point. So it just, it was smart in that way. But um, I'm still mad that this one isn't canon. Like it literally can be canon. It makes no sense to make it not canon. If you want to know how, just listen to my mega episode of Halloween. I'm leaving it at that because... I get annoyed every time I think about it. Whatever. 
And a second place, I know what you did last summer. I've mentioned this one before for sure. Um, from his final girl, Julie James, to one of the best horror chase scenes like ever. When high, when um Helen Shivers, aka um John McQueen, Sarah Michelle Geller is like chased by, you know, the fisherman and uh, just just perfect, 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 perfect. Um Overall, I think it's a really nostalgic classic because upon like rewatching it recently, like the middle of the film gets a little iffy, like it's a little, little too too slow for my liking. And and now that I'm rewatching it, I rewatched the first two, um, are the only two because the third one doesn't exist in my mind. We're never gonna talk about that movie. Um, but yeah, <laughs> after rewatching the first two, it doesn't make too much sense either. There's some some wild wild plots there that at some point they should have just gone ahead and went full-blown like supernatural but whatever total classic and if you haven't seen it by now shame yeah all right so now the ultimate and i think i'm gonna do a count for how many times i've mentioned this film in the pod this season but the number one film goes to scream and how could it fucking not right like it's fucking scream (laughs) <laughs> the quintessential 90s horror film that literally revitalized the slasher genre single-handedly. Yes, I probably said that before. Yes, I'm saying it again today. Yes, I'll probably say it again. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's a classic. The dialogue, the meta commentary, it just had it all, you know. And then Sydney as the final girl, Billy and Stu's deranged killer asses, like and then also I'm just like thinking of everything, you know, the introduction to Dewey and Gale and like one of the best horror deaths and one of the best characters who deserved to be a fucking final girl, Tatum. Like anytime I watch Scream, I'm just I'm so invested. I can't look away and I have to watch the rest of them like immediately after. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. So, yes, that was my top five and 90s teen horror films. So, let's go ahead and get into this review of Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies was a very interesting film. Um, I want to first start off by saying it's an interesting film, and it felt a bit teeny-boppy at times, like I said at the beginning of the episode. However, the characters are very post-college age. Um, it's just like, I, I don't know how to explain it, right? Like there's like these, like, you know, storylines of like exes and, you know, people fucking and just, I I can't really explain it, but when you watch it, like you'll understand what I mean when I say it felt teeny boppy, but again, they're clearly, you know, post-college age. Um, it's a pretty interesting cast. Um, it includes Pete Davidson and Amanda Sandberg or Stanberg. Amanda, I'm just going to say that because I can never say her last name for whatever reason. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, they're in the film and first off is Pete, you know, it was kind of cool just to see him. I'm a Pete Davidson fan. So, you know, I, I don't mind, but I mean, you know, he didn't necessarily do anything different per se, as far as character wise, he did have a moment where he's like, they're playing like this the game like okay so uh, let's 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 hop into the the title of everything bodies 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 it's the name of a game that they play of like 
I don't really remember the specifics of it, but ultimately the point is, you know, there's a killer and you have to figure out who the killer is. And he is like doing like this scene where he's like, like and doing like this intense, almost interrogation with this one guy that he clearly doesn't fucking like. And then like after that, he goes off on his girlfriend and he's just like a dick. Like, you know, like he, it's like my first time seeing him like be like an actual dick. Um, and yeah, I mean, it worked, you know, that was very different for him. Um, Amanda, I liked her look in this one. Cause I almost, I like, I didn't fucking recognize her for a second. Like she looked very different. Her acting was on point. She, as fucking always, she's always an amazing actress, but it was really, really good here because again, like, I, like I said, I, I did not recognize her. Um, but so this movie again, it's very interesting. There's not per se, there's a killer, but there's not a killer, right? Like, and I think I'm going to go ahead and just spoil it for you guys in this one because ultimately, right? Like it starts with, you know, a bunch of friends there at this big, you know, mansion or whatever, and there ends up being a storm. All the characters end up splitting up, or not all of them, but most of them go off on, on their own. And then uh, Pete Davidson, char- his character, turns up dead. And with his character turning up dead, you know, everybody's just like, oh, shit, who did this? You know, they immediately go to the guy who he was fucking with, like, hey, you did this. And then, long story short, he ends up being killed. And it's just like, all these deaths are a domino effect of Pete Davidson's character dying. And... I, okay, I, I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna spoil it. I believe it at all. But again, so <laughs> it's um very Gen Z ish, and the way that it uses social commentary and meta commentary in this. Um, there's this scene like one of the characters. She is a podcaster, and she's just so like politically correct in like everything that she like. <laughs> And not not even just her, you know, I'll say the whole cast, like, written-wise, it's so funny because the whole, like, cast is just, like, trying to be so politically correct. Even when they're arguing, there's, like, moments of, like, wait, you can't say that. But, like, you know, get back to the emotion. It's <laughs> it's it's done in a, in a funny, funny-ass way. Um, but the girl who has a podcast, she has, like, this breakdown crybaby scene of, like, I do have a podcast, and it's really, really hard work, and you have to build up you know you're following and i'm just like laughing like it was funny because i'm like damn she's right like it is hard work i fucking do this shit i do two shows the third coming and it's not the fucking easiest thing to do <laughs> and like there's a part where like one of her friends tells on the other friend like well she just fucking talk shit about your show like you know um she hate listens that was the term she she's like she listens to it so she could talk shit and i'm like hopefully i don't have any friends that hate listen to this show and if i do fuck you um but no (laughs) it was it was a funny scene one of my favorites um another scene that i think was really smart or you know another social commentary kind of thing was there's a part where like amanda's character like she's like the main character and she used to do coke she had like a big um habit and i guess she you know overdosed and she hasn't been around her friends in a while. So they're at this, you know, get together. And they're obviously doing it. And she, you know, struggles with doing it for a second. And she just has a moment of like, you know, it's fucked up how 
where the black kid gets on coke, they have a coke problem, they have a drug problem, and they need to go to rehab and all this shit. But when her white friends do it, it's normal. And the reality of that shit, <laughs> that's some real shit. Um, overall, I gave it two out of five stars. Um, one for watchability. Again, it is definitely watchable. You want to know what the fuck is going on. You want to follow these characters. You want to see, okay, like, who is the killer? <laughs> and then, like, there's, like, two people who seem to be the killer really fucking well. Like, one person, I'm like, oh, yeah, I know she, I know she fucking did it. I know she did it. But, again, nevertheless, um, watchable there's some there's some funny camera angles that they use that i will say gave me fucking like whiplash or like a headache and then i was also watching it like in my room in the dark and so there's some really dark points where i'm like squinting hard okay wait what the fuck is that but we can get past that <laughs> it's watchable um the other one i gave it is for creativity um story creativity because again i don't want to spoil it but by the ending the ending will either impress you or piss you off like for me i was annoyed the first like five or ten seconds after seeing the ending and then like i was like you know what i let it go and i just kind of like laughed because it was like okay that was that was really smart like thinking of it now so it's totally worth a watch um definitely check it out on showtime I appreciate you guys for listening. As always, don't forget to follow the official Instagram page for the pod, Man of Horror underscore podcast. And until next time, stay spooky, folks. Peace.